From Relay FM, this is the Pen Addict, episode 388. Today's show is brought to you by ExpressVPN, Pen Chalet, and Away. My name is Mike Hurley, and I have the pleasure, as always, of being joined by the man with the plan, Mr. Brad Dowdy. It is quite pleasurable, isn't it? I mean, not just you know, <laughs> you and talking to me, but just like doing this show. Like It, it is. is it is enjoyable for me. It is uh One of my beneficial. life's small joys, Brad Dowdy. Yeah, doing that's a way broadcast. to put it. It's a good way to put it. So, um, yeah, big show today, mostly uh, Ask TPA. Oh, no, we've we, got a lot of new products to talk about, though. <laughs> well, before that, yes, we have mm. so many new things I want to get your opinion on and some things you've added in here for me as well. Um, but this first little note is interesting. You've got an idea for, for next week. What are, you, what are you thinking about? Yeah, so a couple of weeks ago, we did that big breakdown of your desk. I said mm-hmm. I would do mine. So what about mm-hmm. next week? We do the breakdown I, of Mike's desk. Yeah, I think we can do it. And I think along those lines, the way you put this in here, we don't generally plan too far ahead. Mm-hmm. I might have the rest of the month's big ideas like already rolling around in my brain. Mm-hmm. So we might um, we might have topics booked for Well, there's only two more episodes of, the of this year because we're taking Christmas week off. Right. So is that two We're not going to record on Christmas Day. <laughs> right. So it's Christmas week, yes. Are you sure? You sure? I might need a break. I, I won't even be in the country. Break. So. Oh, okay. Then never mind. I'm never not good mind. to you. <laughs> well, speaking of Christmas, it's too bad that these Rotring 600 colors are not available until February of next year because they would have been at the top of my Christmas list. Uh, our gift guide episode last week, has received rave reviews, Mike. I'm not afraid to uh, give ourselves a pat on the back for that one. It was a joyous yep. episode with uh, Yumi and Anna, and I got a lot of great feedback on that. I, I cost myself some money. And, um, you know, I mentioned that we would talk about these soon, so I wanted to get your feedback on this image that was sent to me on Twitter from a Japanese pen store about this launch of red and blue barrels for the Rotring 600. Give me your thoughts on this. I adore the red one, and I don't know why. Mm. Like I, f- I feel like usually I would uh, gravitate maybe more to the blue, which is a great blue, mm-hmm. but there's something about the red, especially because, especially because they didn't change the rotaring red. Right. So all of the markings are rotaring red, like the bright red, and then they have a more muted red for the rest of the barrel, which is just like... A strange decision, but the right decision, and I think it looks really great. Uh, I, I I want one of these, so I will be keeping my eye out for when they officially <laughs> launch. And it is a shame that they're not a holiday gift, especially the red one yes. for the holidays would have been perfect. Right, right. Um, I'm on the opposite side of the ledger. I like the red. Some people had problems with the red for the exact things you saying that you liked. That's what they that's did what I, not like. I think it's a bad decision to have done it, but I like it. Because I right. know that people would not like that for good yeah. reason. You can't. You don't see the branding anymore. They're the same right. color. But I, I think it looks fantastic. Right. The idea is red ring. Like that's mm-hmm. what you expect to see on a rotring. ring. And I don't dislike it. Like some people just dislike it, and you love it. I'm, I'm fine with it. Like it's a an okay decision. The blue one, on the other hand, I am super in love with. Yeah, um, I feel like I would probably end up getting both of them because I bet I'd see the blue and be like, oh, I've got to get it. But like, I would buy the red <laughs> sight unseen. Yeah. Yeah. The only thing I can't quite figure out so, this is like a, a Japanese PDF from Rotring. And I can't tell if this is the retail 
price that they list down at the bottom of the page. They list for one number is 3,000 yen, then they have a 10% number that says 3,300 yen. And that's about the retail price of the 600, just the standard 600s, like $30 ballpark, you know, give or take a few bucks depending on where you buy it. So if they're the same retail price, even better. Um, But I certainly won't profess to know exactly what those numbers mean, but that's kind of the ballpark that they currently sell in. Um, Some people were commenting that the black pencils and pens, these, there's also a ballpoint. Um, The ballpoint is also part of this set as well. And looks like there's a box that where you could actually buy a a pen and pencil set, but the black ones I see on the page, some people were saying those were green and there was some type of translation somewhere in this page, which I cannot read that alluded to the fact that it might be a green. Do you see any green in that? I see green. It's black. You do? Yeah. Mm. It is a very dark green, and the mm-hmm. the compression in the image is mm-hmm. not helping. But now right. you've said it, I see that as green. Plus, that makes more logical sense that there would be a third color here, not black, because why would they show the already available black pen on this category page? Right. Yeah. You've got a red and special, a blue special. Silver. Why would you not do a green apparently tony in the chat says somebody in uh slack translated it and said it was green too which is you know i mean that's probably all the that all you need but that looks like a very very dark uh almost british racing green to me yeah i bet that's gonna look better in person i'm probably gonna win all three of these brad i'm not gonna lie (laughs) well you can get the uh, the 0.5 in one the 0.7 in another and then the ballpoint in a third so i would just get i would get three mechanical pencils because i'm not interested in the ballpoint because i love them as mechanical pencils I, if I get more than one, I will get the ballpoint model. Hmm. Um, That's cool. I think it'd and, be a nice set to get all three colors, and, and like that'd be a good a good set. I bet they won't sell that, but I wish that they would. Yeah, yeah, that'd be cool. So good. Um, I love these, and they've been uh, they've been rolling around the internet for a while, but we just hadn't had a chance to talk about them. And um, yeah, we're gonna we're gonna need those. So mm-hmm. if they're available in Japan only, um, we will be calling in some favors. But I I hope they're worldwide. I'd be surprised if they were Japan only. Yeah, and the imagery, like the image that it's taken from, just lists Rotring.com, like the base site, not the regional site. So I'm I'm hopeful, even though they're not listed on the like on the U.S. site, you can't find any information yeah. about these. It looks like somebody's like catalog, that. right? Yes, exactly, yeah. exactly. So that wasn't the only Twitter link. I, this is me catching up on all the Twitter links that I get sent and and then like and then have to scroll back through to remember, oh, yeah, I wanted to talk about these things. This one, Mike, did you see this link from Retro 51 mm-hmm. about the eBay sale of mm-hmm. the Boeing Tornado pen? Yeah, I sure, oh, I sure did. <laughs> so there was, they took a screenshot and said that a new record was shattered for a Retro 51 sale on eBay, uh, the previous record was for $1,200 as the most expensive that they'd found. Mm-hmm. Uh, this was two Retro 51s sold for a total of $6,100. Did you buy them? Was that you? I cannot confirm. Not to- no, it wasn't me. Of course it wasn't me. <laughs> Jeez, I mean, why? So they are... Boeing special editions, like a white and blue acrylic, two of them mm-hmm. in in the original tube. Where well, they have the original tubes, yeah. I don't know why anybody would spend that amount of money. Right, it's right. crazy. But, I mean, but that makes my um, conversation about when we found the original pin attic one sold for four hundred dollars. Um, that that looks like child's play now. Maybe that guy was smart 
in buying it at the time and he's going to go dunk on this um this Boeing set one day and set the all-time world record. So uh yeah, that's this is crazy. Like come on, right? Like it's crazy. Who so what? much money. I, I don't get it. I don't get it. And yeah, the first thing when I saw him, I was like, wow, is that some like pen makers, like acrylic pen that they made and just slapped the retro twenty one retro fifty one around it? But no, it's like a uh it's like a official retro yeah. Boeing that, type uh, of thing. My assumption is they acknowledge that it was real by tweeting about it, right? The retro Absolutely. Yes. Came. Exactly. They would know what they built uh, <laughs> in the past. So it just made it just I'm just curious. Like I'm just curious about this pen now, not for any other reason than it's just, it's almost like a freak show now, right? You can't, you, you can't help but look at that price and go, what is happening here? Mm-hmm. So maybe I wonder I need, if this maybe next Maybe I need one, to bust out the drawer, right? <laughs> yeah. Bust out the drawer and, uh-huh. and uh, you know, make some vacation money or something uh-huh. like that. <laughs> you, you might with this, this next link you put in there. I hadn't seen this before. Um, what is, what is this link you put in here? Uh, the re- so it's an exclusive Retro 51 for the retailer Hyatt, which mm-hmm. I had never heard of before. They're like like an art supply uh, company, but they, they sell kind of everything. It's called The mm-hmm. Great Glamour. It's very clearly a Great Gatsby uh, mm-hmm. riff, and it's very beautiful. Uh, 300 rollerballs, Art Deco style, uh, with brass um, accents. Uh, it's like a black and white stripes. So they over a matte brass material, twist top. As normal polished brass accents number along the top ring. Uh, I think this is a beautiful Retro Fifty One. I have attempted to order this. Mm-hmm. Um, I have the, the the Hyatt's website leaves a lot to be desired. Mm-hmm. Um, <laughs> apparently, I've paid for it, but I'm getting free shipping, which I don't think is accurate. So Oof. we'll wait and see for them to come back to me on that one because they are doing free shipping. But sure. my assumption would be if you lived in America, in America, which I do not, right. it let me buy it. It let me say I was from the United Kingdom, but never updated my shipping. So yeah. I will wait to hear from Hyatt, I am assuming, to uh, to pay for my shipping. But I have <laughs> I have ordered one because I, I think it's one of the better looking Retro 51 specials that I've seen this year. So It's a perfect edition, right? Mm-hmm. It's executed flawlessly. Like, it's not for me. I would never buy this pen. It's not my style. But for what it is... It's 100% perfect, right? And I'm I think assume, it looks and I'm, great. I'm really intrigued. How heavy is it going to be? I think that's going to be interesting. Right. It's made of brass. I don't, well, I don't think, I mean, I don't think it's going to be that much heavier. No, but I, my, it will be different. It'll be different. And yeah, that's what I'm I excited think it'll be different. about. I like, because I, my collection is so large at this point, I'm now mm-hmm. into the, like, I just want different ones, like ones that are, are interesting and weird to me in yes. some ways. Like, what was the one with the, uh, the, the 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 rotten looking shell. Do you remember uh, that one? Chiopino. Yeah, that's it. And I, you mm-hmm. know, I couldn't resist that one. Yeah, um, it's great. They make a fountain pen version of that now. Yeah, that one came out this year. So that was the round two of that one. So yeah, had you're to, on it. I have resisted, but <laughs> at this point, I honestly don't know why I've resisted. Like, I don't know why I don't own a Retro 51 fountain pen. I, keep, well, I feel like I keep saying them. this. Well, now that they've they've modified them into a better version of what they used to be, there's exactly. no reason to not. Because I I have uh old version. I have the old version. Yes, yeah, you have several, and mm. you have some old old versions mm-hmm. like when they were very different than what they are today. Um, but the new modern version fountain pen is excellent. And so I don't know why I don't own one. I should mm-hmm. rectify mm-hmm. that soon. Yeah, maybe your um your shipping problem was because you had your VPN on. 
maybe? Do you <laughs> think you were from somewhere else? Yeah, you know what? Could be. And what a wonderful transition into our first advertisement. Brad, you're such a pro. Thank you. Let's talk about ExpressVPN. Look, I've spoken in the past, right, about how VPNs can protect your privacy and your security online, but there are other benefits. Did you know you could take your TV watching to the next level by unlocking movies and shows that are available in other countries? So Mm -hmm. let's imagine you're in America and you want to watch Doctor Who or Star Trek on Netflix. can't do that if you're in America, but you can if you're in the UK. And do you know how you can tell Netflix you're in the UK? Fire up ExpressVPN, change your location, refresh, refresh Netflix, and that is it. Because ExpressVPN hides your IP address so you can control where you want websites to think that you're located. And you can choose from almost 100 different countries. Think about all those amazing Netflix libraries you could go through. Like, what if you wanted some anime? Well, you can get that on Japanese Netflix. But it's not just Netflix that will work. Hulu, BBC iPlayer, YouTube, whatever you want, you will get access to all of this content. There are hundreds of VPNs out there, but ExpressVPN is ridiculously fast, which you want if you're going to be streaming media. No buffering, no lag. You can still stream in HD when using ExpressVPN. It's also compatible with all of your devices, phones, media consoles, smart TVs, and more, so you can watch whatever you want to watch wherever you want to watch it. ExpressVPN is friggin' awesome. This is another great reason to sign up. And if you want to try it out, Go right now, expressvpn.com slash penaddict, and if you get a one-year package, you'll get three months extra free. So support this show, watch what you want, and protect yourself at expressvpn.com slash penaddict for three months extra free of a one-year package. Our thanks to ExpressVPN for their support of this show and Relay FM. Yeah, I think I need to do a little experimenting with that as well because, you know, mm-hmm. I, I'm into the football, Mike, as they say. The footy, and, um, you know? Yeah, the footy, and uh, mm-hmm. I can't get all the <laughs> What's all the your matches. team? It's Wolves, right? Yeah, Wolverhampton. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Wonderful. They're having another great season so far. So, yeah, it's been fun. All right. Speaking of seasons, we have the Diamine Ink Vent reveal going on at It's Pen-Vent. happening. It's happening, and I know um, a bunch of people are out there doing the reveals, and Susan has taken that up for the pen addict, and I cannot thank her enough for taking up this project because it is very difficult and time-consuming to do an ink sample a day. Like It doesn't sound like a lot, but as someone who has written blog posts and put these things together, it is a monstrous amount of work. So I just wanted to give a shout-out to Susan for... Uh, offering to take this on the, um, you can find all the links on the Penatic blog. I have a ink vent tag for everything, so you can see them all in one place. I gotta say, the one that's coming up today at two o'clock, it's called um, what's it called? Polar Glow, Mike. Mm-hmm. It's definitely the winner so far. I mean, we're we're early on, you know, we have twenty five inks to go, but I'm I'm confident to say that the one that uh, will drop today at two o'clock is my what, favorite so what far. Color is Polar Glow. It is a blue with like a pinkish purpley sheen. Because I really like the candy cane. Yeah, yeah, the candy cane's definitely my least favorite so far. So okay. we're on the opposite side of the ledger there. But it's but it's good, right? It 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 is accurately candy cane color, right? That's the color you expect, right? So mm-hmm. it's uh very cool. So I I was talking with uh, Mike at Ink Dependence yesterday, and I didn't realize that he is doing a YouTube. Uh, reveal each day of these same inks, which I imagine takes a lot of time as well. So we'll have the link to Mike's Ink Dependence YouTube channel if you want to get video of him doing the ink vent reveal. Um, and if there's anyone else doing these ink vent reveals, I haven't totally caught up with my pen 
blog RSS feeds today. I don't know if anyone else is doing them. I'd love to see them, so send them my way uh, because I know it's a lot of work and I would like to share that out there for everyone to see. Um, it's a fun, fun thing to participate in this year, so I'm very happy with that. Yeah, I, I, it's a lot of work. <laughs> it really is. It is genuinely time-consuming, um, especially like you're tied to a strict schedule, right? Mm-hmm. It's so, um, we'll, like, I couldn't do it. I will say up front, like, I would fail after about a week. I would miss. And, you know, it's just how my life rolls. And I couldn't do enough ahead of time, I don't think, to, like, batch. Um, I used to always batch blog posts and pictures and writing and, and all of these things and have, you know, do, like, three things at a time. And that's been years since I've been able to, like, commit the time to batch process, like, reviews and, and create things like that. So, yeah, this is this is a lot of work. So I just want to make sure that everyone gets uh, recognized for doing this, and I'd love to share it if I've if I've missed you. So, uh, yeah, definitely send the links my way. So I have, I have a question. I don't know if you know this. Is, mm-hmm. is Susan being legit? Is she open in one every day? Yeah. No, well, no, 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 no. She's doing them ahead of time. Uh, no, no, she's doing it ahead of time. Oh God, yes. I was going to no say, way. So that's crazy. <laughs> no, like I got the first five days all in one shot, right? To to publish? No, absolutely not. <laughs> that would be insane. I couldn't find the time to publish them if I was receiving them every day. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, that's crazy, crazy, crazy. Um. Yeah, I'm on the Segway train. So speaking of crazy, Mike, mm-hmm. did you see um, our friend David Parker, Fig Boot on Pins, do his video at Jonathan Brooks's Carolina Pin Company uh, yep. facility? Oh, yeah, the compound. I watched it. The today. compound. Wow, what did, Great what did you video. think? You I'm first. super jealous right. of uh, the of their the, beards. No, of the of of the, uh, the Fig Boot video, right? Like I wanted right. I, that's something I would have wanted to do, uh, you know. So I, I got to take my hat off to David for having the idea and then going and making it happen because it's yes. This is something that I want to see. So I'm pleased somebody made it, but I should have yes. made it. But uh, <laughs> he beat us to David's it. David's re- David's really good at that. He's he goes for it. Like mm-hmm. he does not mess around. He he makes the big ask, and if it works, it works, and if it doesn't, it doesn't. But like you know, he had. Neil deGrasse Tyson, right? Like was one of his interviews. Like he just he goes for it. He and is I a can tenacious that, right? individual. Yes, yes. So, what did you think about this process? Because I have some thoughts. Because we got to see basically David walked in. the The genesis of this video is David walked in with two photographs that he had. Um, you know, either some personal attachment to or something he just found on the internet. And the task was for Jonathan to match those into a pen. And they went kind of through every step of the way. So what did you think about this process? It was fascinating to see. Well, mm. I was surprised at how much Jonathan showed of what he does. Sure. Because I would have assumed, I mean, I'd, I'm sure that he's, that there are, you know, okay, you've got to have his skill to be able to do it, but it felt like there were a lot of like tricks of the trade being shown mm-hmm. off in this video, mm-hmm. which I mean, I wanted to see all of that, but it was surprising to me for anybody to share them. I mean, it's not surprising that Jonathan would because he's such a nice man, right? But it was still like, wow, you're showing a lot about what you do. My assumption would be from his perspective, if he does think of it this way, but this is how I at least think of it, is. 
with a lot with a lot of things. You can show how something's done, but it doesn't mean anybody can do it. Yes. Right? Like there's a there there is a disconnect there. But but still, I loved seeing the whole process. The very coolest thing which might be one of the coolest things I've seen in a very long time, <laughs> is the way that Jonathan gets the rods out of the mold when they've been uh, pressurized. Where he we just need we need gifts of that. I was thinking about making one. He uh, there's like in these molds, these silicone molds, and he sprays uh, compressed air into the mold, and the rod shoots up into the air, and he catches it <laughs> over and, and he over does, again. He, he doesn't like so he has four in the mold. And he catches each one without putting any of them down. So he ends up with four in his hand. Just the, 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 that's skill. That's skill right there. <laughs> but what that shows you, though, is how much he does this. Yes. Right? That he is at the point where he's realized for, for the, the milliseconds of time that it saves me, I mm-hmm. won't even uh, put these down. Another thing that this video showed me was I was surprised at how quickly he can make a pen. So it took two days, right? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. That tells you how many pens he must make if he is as backordered as he is. It's like if you say to Jonathan today, I want a pen, it could be, it'll be months until you get it, right? I think we're at least six, if not pushing 12. I don't know. Right, so let's lot. say it takes best part of a year before you'll get it, but it takes mm-hmm. him a few days to make it. That shows how many pens he must be making. Yes, right? see, I kind of yes, I I thought along the same lines, and I think I thought of it differently than you. That just how long it actually takes in like what they accomplished took say maybe eight hours, but that was like four rods and two of them got turned into a pen, and that was like you know eight hours worth of work. That's a lot of work for like singular type of product now well, i know he can and batch that's why, make bigger I mean, processes so and things like it that, is so. because of that which is why it takes so long but it was still just a surprise to me that like mm-hmm. you can't give him money and get one in two weeks it's yes not how it works it's even though happen. he could make it in that time yeah if you said go he would have it done but the point is you put an order in and he has so many other orders to fulfill yep that it will take you a year maybe yeah. until you get it yeah, so the thing I took away from the video was well, two primary things. One, Jonathan's attention to detail. When I notice someone making things, I no- tend to notice the smaller things. Like when he was mixing up the materials and he was pouring them from cup to cup and then he was kind of wiping the edges with the cup so it was like clean around the edges and he would just do that out of habit like every single time instead of just kind of like splish splashing things around and things dripping like I noticed his particularness in the way he was handling his materials and like that's the person I want making my stuff right that they're that meticulous because you know at the end of the process if he's put all this time into it and it fails, you'll never see that product. Like, he would never send out anything that hasn't met the, the high standards that he has for himself. And he's kind of, he talked about that a little bit in the, in the video as well, which, like, I noticed the way he wiped the edges of the cups, like, over and over again. I'm like, mm-hmm. like, I get it. Um, the second thing I noticed 
was how anxious I got once the timer went on. <laughs> yes. For, <laughs> for at least on the first one. On the second one, I wasn't as anxious because I'd already saw it once and I was like, okay, they made it. But he starts a 15 minute timer when he starts mixing the first rods, which ended up being the Padre Sunset, which I think is just beautiful. Came out really good. Um, and so he starts this timer and if you don't hit all these marks throughout the 15 minutes, you're basically wasting your time because your product will have to go in the garbage. And for that first pour and mix and build, I was stressed out watching it. Like my eyes, I was like affixed to the screen. I was like, I almost wish David put up a timer overlay on there. Although that probably would have added more stress to me. I was so stressed <laughs> during that first 15 minutes, but Jonathan's like, man, eh, we got a couple minutes to spare. Everything's good. We can go ahead and do this now. He was so calm and like chill. He's done this thousands and thousands of times. So he's got it down to an exact science and uh, you can tell. So it was, a fascinating watch. So uh, thanks, David and Jonathan, for for doing that. Um, I, I love seeing it. Yeah, I was really pleased to see it. It's, it's just a nice thing to see. There's still stuff that I want to see. I want to see the Urushi. I want to see yeah. how he does that. And maybe that's one of those things. That maybe he doesn't want to show that. I don't know. I right, don't know. right. That's maybe like a monstrous time lapse. <laughs> yeah, and it's a newer thing that he's doing. Uh, there's, yeah. there's only oh, there's one other thing I would have wanted. Uh, I would have wanted more slow motion shots of the pen. <laughs> yeah, because yeah. slow motion shots of of uh, material being removed from other material was very satisfying to me. Yes. Yeah. So that, was, that was a really great video, and so thank you to David and Jonathan for putting the time and effort into showing that off. Because it's like just mm. a real fun thing to see. Yep. Yep. So this next product I want to talk about, Mike, is completely random that I popped it in here because I totally forgot that this product exists, but a lot of people love this product. And uh, I wanted to mention that the, the 2020 standard memorandums are available. So this is a collaboration uh, between John Contino, which is how I saw it. I follow his work online and I saw that he posted it and Word Notebooks, which everyone knows about Word. Um, they've been making notebooks for a while. And this product, I don't know, it launched five or six years ago. Every year they make this tiny little thing called the Standard Memorandum, which is based off a traditional like old like jacket pocket planner type thing. And I, I've, I've had these and given these away. Like I could never use this product, right? It's too small. Um, the format doesn't fit how I like to use things, but people live for these little books and they sell out all the time. So I just wanted to kind of flag this as a note that, hey, these things are available. If you're into the standard memorandum, you probably already found out that it was available yourself. Um, I did have to go off the Word Notebook site to find an interior picture to share with everyone to show them what they're about if you haven't heard of the standard memorandum. And it's a cool little layout, but I thought it was weird that Word doesn't take a picture of the inside of the notebook on the thing so anyway isn't that um, what you want to know <laughs> kind of you know because it's really it's a neat lovely product um i wouldn't i would never use it um but i absolutely adore it so like it's one of those weird it's in that weird space for me is like i want to see this every year and i want to stare at the pictures of it and go ooh, i enjoy this and let's see what fonts you know contino designed for it this year and okay that's it i'm done i don't need it <laughs> because i'll never use it <laughs> i think i've had one of these on my desk you know, like years ago and i was like nope i don't know that it ever got written in yeah it doesn't but it's very that, cool that that product type just isn't my type of product 
it's very tiny. Like they took a picture of it next to like a tactile turn click pin and it's almost like the click pin dwarfs it. <laughs> you know, it's it's a weird little product, but super useful for some people. Some people swear by these, so it's very cool. I just thought I'd point that out. Yeah, definitely. All right, should we take our second break? Yeah, let's do it. All right, this episode is also brought to you by Pen Chalet. Pen Chalet have all of your favorite brands and all of their best products. We're talking about Pelican, Lamy, Pilot, Namiki, Sailor, Caveco, Monteverde, and many more. They're an authorized dealer of all of them. Pen Chalet believe in giving you the best experience possible. They do fast, reliable customer service. They get their shipments out as soon as possible, and they do free shipments on orders of over $50 in the U.S. and great shipping rates overseas. Pen Chalet has low prices on high-quality pens and offer a 100% satisfaction guarantee. And it's not just pens. We're talking about everything you need in your stationary life. Carrying cases, pen holders, refills, ink, fountain pen converters, and so much more. And because Pen Chalet are amazing, they have always have wonderful offers for pen addict listeners. If you go to penchalet.com, P-E-N-C-H-A-L-E-T.com, and click the podcast link at the top of the website, use the password PENADDICT for this week's special offer and to get the code you need to save 10% on anything at Pen Chalet. And we have a, a selection of items this week, Mr. Brad Dowdy. We have a wide and varying selection from the Conklin Nosack. The materials on this look very cool. I haven't seen this before. It's this really pretty blue. goes along with the uh, the silver trim. The Platinum Double Action Multi-Pin, which we've reviewed on the Pin Addict, which is a great multi-pin at a really good price. Um, I noticed at the bottom, the Platinum President is also in here, Mike. That's kind of the the bigger brother to the 3776, a little bit larger pin, a little bit different nib style. The price is really good. And they also have it in rhodium trim, which I didn't think was an option. So now I'll have to look into that a little bit further. So we'll see. There's always great stuff over at penchalet.com, especially this holiday season. So make sure you go check them out. Go right now, penchalet.com. Click that podcast link. Use the password penaddict to get your hands on these offers. Our thanks to Penchalet for their support of this show and Relay FM. All right, Mike. We finally, finally happened. Did it. The spoke pen is now available at spokedesign.com. We finished our Kickstarter campaign, we being uh, Brian Conti and myself. Early, mid-November-ish, took a few weeks to reassess, rebuild inventory, see what we had available, and got them up on the site, including, Mike, a few new colors and configurations for the spoke pen since the Kickstarter launch. So I just wanted to, one, say, hey, they're available because I know a bunch of people are asking. And two, say thank you for everyone who supported not just the Kickstarter campaign, but getting these pens launched on the spoke design site. Um, The biggest problem I have right now is I don't have all these for myself. I get true enjoyment out of using this product obviously i'm biased because i helped make it but i made it around what i wanted to use it just makes me smile mike and i'm not gonna lie about it i love this pen i'm really desperate to get the new cyan and gray colors in the crush series with the silver trim um so if you've ordered those and your package goes missing just email me directly and I'll take out the one that I'm using and put it in your box because I've stolen it because I don't get one until you get them first. So, so we is that have, fair to say? That's very fair to say. The Classic <laughs> Series has the black trim, so the black clip and the black inside. The Crush Series has the silver trim, silver clip, silver mm-hmm. inside. And then mm-hmm. you have the Jet Series, which is a color body and a black matte black cap, right? 
and black grips. So the uh, it's not on the outside picture, but they have black grips as well. So like the crush grips, yep. ha- the crush has the titanium grips. So yes. And then we have a special edition, the Joker. We had some left. This is that, that one sold out quickly. We only had like a dozen or fifteen or so this of those. So they went quickly. They will be back. All of the products we're selling right now are going to be stock items. Like if you're Great. if you missed out, like I know people missed out on certain colors sold out quicker than others. You will have a chance to buy these. It's just we're selling these as we build them. We're not selling pins and then making the pins. Uh, based on your order, we're pre-building the pens, putting up the inventory, and then selling them. So the inventory will be con- constantly rotating. Uh, stock levels will be changing. So just you know, stay tuned to the site. You know, follow the email, um, get your notifications set for anything you're interested in. And thanks again. Like I'm, I know Brian and I really appreciate everyone's support. Uh, the kind words we've gotten uh, throughout the campaign about people enjoying their pens and how much they like them has truly, truly. Um, been special to us and uh, we really appreciate it yeah i'm really pleased to see that it's it's moving on yep yep it was time we uh you know had a had a rush to get them ready get them ready for the holidays because we were a little bit behind on our kickstarter you know how that goes and <laughs> yeah <laughs> shocker shocker right i've been in that situation manufacturing is hard michael early. please don't i can't i just yeah. so when i talked to you at the beginning of this episode about what we'll talk about in the future. Like in a couple weeks from now, we're going to be talking about um, journaling and planning and diarying for 2020. So mm-hmm. we'll get, so be prepared. You, I'll, I'm going to give you a couple weeks to get prepared for that. Um, I have just to know get it's coming. Multi- mentally and emotionally prepared for mm-hmm. what is going on in my life right now in regards to the physical journals that I'm producing. <laughs> Well, we won't we won't pressure you um, at least until the next five question five seconds when I ask you a question about the theme system journal <sighs> in this wonderful, glorious segment of Ask TPA. Mackie wants to know. I'm trying to get my life in order, and I've recently received in the mail two planner types. Number one, the theme system journal. Thank you, Mackie. Still, still sealed because I'm intimidated. Despite Mike explicitly telling me via podcast to just use it. We will e- elaborate on this in a couple of weeks because I've been using mine still. And then the Hobonichi Techo Weeks in Houndstooth, baby. So um, we'll get to Mackie's questions, but great choices. This is my exact setup. So even if I... I, don't, I haven't read the rest of this question yet, uh, Mackie, but I will be talking about both of these products in depth uh, in the coming weeks. Mackie continues, I'm relatively new to the pin hobby, a little over a year since I bought a Pilot Metro off the small box online retailer and have embraced fountain pens and inks in a bro hug. I like that. Not such a deep embrace that my wife monitors every purchase on the credit card, but a deep enough embrace that I have to check myself when I think I could just buy a pro gear vanishing point and Lamy 2000 to see which one I like the best. This all seems random, but it does have a point. When I ramp up that courage to crack my theme system, I'm not worried about what I'll use to write in it. I have a lot of great options that I enjoy writing with. My question is here. For my Hobonichi 2020 weeks, I need a pen. I've considered a lot of different options, from a vanishing point for clickability, all the way to just a normal jet stream for reliability. I keep coming back to the tactile turn bronze bolt action as a potential EDC, but since I haven't really explored the world of machine pens and gel refills, I'm worried I'll make a $100 mistake. I'm looking for something I can throw in a pant pocket or a bag, will be reliable when I need it to be, is interesting and fun to write with, 
And if I fall off the planter wagon, we'll still be in the regular rotation because it's awesome. I've been looking at things in the $100 range, like the Tactile Turn and the Mark I, but I'm definitely open to stretching the budget when it feels right. So after all that long-windedness, what's your go-to planter pen? Is there a good way or a good place to pre-test refills before committing to a machine pen body? Is there something obvious I'm overlooking for an EDC planter pen that will work in the supermarket as well as the cube farm I work in? Finally, is the Schmidt Easy Flow 9000 that comes with a tactile turn 5.1 version a good refill? Thanks for your help. So, big question, um, but it boils down to simply this. I need a good EDC pen for my planner, for my Hobonichi Techo. So that's Tomoe River Paper. And right now, I'm using a spoke pen to with a Uniball DX gel refill, 0.38 blue-black. I'm using a Pilot Hi-Tech C, 0.3 blue-black. Both of those are gel pens. And I'm using a fine-nibbed fountain pen, my Namiki Milky Way. So you'll notice... With those choices, I'm looking for small writing because this is not a big format planner. The 2020 weeks is not. And we'll, I'll dig into more of what I'm using it for later. But with this planner, I'm okay with using your basic ballpoints like gel, like uh, the Jetstream or your basic gel pens like the ones I mentioned or Zebra Sorassa Clip. I would not overthink what body you're going to put those refills in, especially at first if you're not sure. You can get a wide sampling of refill types for, you know, 10 to $15. Test those out in the basic model pens, and then we can determine if you like the tactile turn. Well, you can get the, the bolt action with the Schmidt Easy Flow is a great refill. You can get the tactile turns that fit the Pilot G2, which also fits the Pilot Juice. Um, if you have... If you go with the one that fits the Easy Flow, it fits the Jetstream SXR. So we can answer all of these questions. And I know I'm not giving you a single direct answer to this because I don't think you should just like drop into the tactile turn and see until you figure out what pen type you want. And then we can figure it out. Like maybe it's a fountain pen that you want because it's a. Tomoe River Paper, and that works great with fountain pens, and the ink looks very cool. So maybe the answer is like a Kaweco AL Sport, which is like 60, 70 bucks. And you can use some cool ink colors, and it's a good throw it in your pocket EDC type pen. Um, or you might end up falling in love with a 0.5 millimeter jet stream that you buy, like that's $3, and maybe that's the one that ends up working the best. So yeah, I, I think I would work on trying to figure out which refill you want the most because you've listed a lot of different options here. Then we can pick a pen to go straight into it. I wouldn't necessarily go right to the Tactile Turn or the Mark One and figure out what pen you want best. Please use the theme system, John, if you own it. It's built, yeah, totally. It is built to help you in that regard. Like nothing you're never locked into anything right if you have one yearly theme you have four yearly theme pages so you can change your mind like and also nothing you everything is by your own filling right you decide the system if you want to change the system halfway through change the system there are there are pages there are more than enough pages to allow you to do that so if you own it use it that is what i will say on that matter mm-hmm, please mm-hmm, but also mm-hmm. thank you for buying one but use it yes and we'll talk it's more no about those. It's no good if it's just sealed. It's not helping you. That's right. That's right. 
we'll uh we'll talk about both those planners in specifics in probably a couple of weeks because Great. that's perfect exactly time. what I'm using. So perfect time. So I have a question from Matthew. I've been listening to the current shows for about two years now, and I've also been working my way through the archives at the same time. I've grown to realize that my fountain pen preferences are more aligned with Mike's. I'm a lefty. I prefer broader nibs. I've seen Brad's various top five lists, but I don't think I've ever heard Mike's top five lists. My question is, what are Mike's top five fountain pens, including nib size? I'd like to hear what his favorites are, not what he recommends. As an addendum to this question, I'd also like to know Mike's top five fountain pens, including nib size under $100, as this price range is more suitable for me. Um, so you don't have to go all the way here. Yeah. I put this in to give you into something to chew on and yep. then maybe give a few things that you, you know, everyone hears what I say. They can go and reference the things that I write, mm-hmm. but it's not like, hey, what is Mike like? Click, and here's the thing. So what are your favorite fountain pens including nib size that you're using yeah my problem is the under 100 that's where i are about because that's a tough category i i just don't own enough pens in that category under 100 mm-hmm. uh dollars in the under 100 dollar category i would recommend twisby like there are multiple twisby pens that i would suggest right like the eco's mm-hmm. under 100 isn't it as yes. well as the oh, go, it's under thirty. Yeah, it's like thirty or whatever, right? And what are the uh, the, the the diamond mini and stuff like that? The five They're... the five eighties are around sixty. Yeah. So Twisby, look at Twisby for under a hundred dollars. That's what I would recommend there personally for pens that not only I like but like that I still use, right? Because I could yeah. also say I really like Kaveco. They're under a hundred, mm-hmm. but I don't use them anymore. But that do you have like a go to Twisby nib size? Uh, one point one stub. Yeah, it's a great one. The Twisby stub nib turned me on to stub nibs. They make a yeah. fantastic stub nib. And it is the nib that I recommend to anyone buying a, like a cheap Twisby because mm-hmm. you make it a special pen. So like if you don't own one of those, like 100% go in that direction. Outside of that, right? Like, okay, we're talking the Pro Gear, right? Get a Pro yeah. Gear. If you don't own a Pro Gear, get a Pro Gear. If you want like what I like. And also my favorite Pro Gear nib uh, well, nib for a program. My favorite sailor nib is the zoom nib, mm. and if you like broad nibs, you're gonna friggin' love that because it's like the 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 broadest nib that I've ever used that can still remain usable. Right. Because you can go to a music nib if you want, but that thing you can't use that. Like <laughs> you can't write with that. <laughs> yeah. But you can write with a zoom nib. I do all the time. Like it it puts down a lot of ink, but it's a it's a lot of fun. Um, I mean, other stuff, I mean, when you start getting into more of my like top fives, you then start moving into the acrylics, which is like super expensive pens, right? So you get your like Canalea pens, right? Mm-hmm. I own four. I'm looking at them right now. And like they're <laughs> among my favorite fountain pens that I own. Um, and then platinum as well. The platinum 3776 with a, uh, what do I have on mine? Because that's the favorite. I've tried a couple and my favorite Broad, the Platinum 3776 okay. Broad is just absolutely fantastic. Um, and I've tried mediums, and they, they don't work for me as well. Uh, I, I really love the, the Broad nib on the Platinum 3776. Yeah, Platinum makes a great Broad nib. Yep. I mean, all, all the Platinum nibs are great, but uh, especially like I especially like the Broad nib. So, yeah, very cool. Also, I, like I would it. personally, I would skip Sailor's Broad. Mm-hmm. 
Because, yeah, I don't know that I've ever used one. Yeah, I would go... I mean, Sailor's Medium is very nice. It's very comfortable, yes. even for someone who prefers Broad. But I would always go with Zoom over Broad in Sailor. That makes sense. A little, little more character, a little yeah. more variance. Yeah. Yeah, that's why you choose, like, the stub for the Twisby, right? It's exactly. It's just enough to be different. Yep. Another um, favorite of mine, which is not fair, but I'm going to say it anyway, because it is one of my very favorite fountain pens, is the Pilot M90. <laughs> but you can't That's get good. it. I mean, this you is can, a favorite. but you kind of can't at the same time. Yeah, it's a favorites list, Mike. Not yep. a recommendation list, so it, it's allowed. Yeah, that's a good point. It was a favorites. It is a favorites list. So mm. I mean, I'm I'm only listing stuff that you can that you can in theory get. Because mm-hmm. another like my personal favorite fountain pens is the Urushi uh, pen that Jonathan Brooks made for us. That's funny. When I watched that video today, I went and got that pen out because yeah. <laughs> I hadn't been that using it recently. That sits on my desk always. But like <laughs> that's that, great. You, that's my. I love it because it's my pen that Jonathan made yes. for me as a gift, and it's special. Uh, but yeah, I guess I think that's it. Yeah, I mean, obviously, I love sailors, right? I love the King of mm-hmm. Pens. I love the Pro Gears. They're it's my absolute jam. But so I hope that that has been helpful. Oh, also yeah. get Alami Safari. Freaking love that pen. You know, I love that pen so much. I'm, yeah, I have lots to say on that. Get a Lamy Safari. Safari. If you don't own aspect. one already, Matthew, like that, that is again like another under one hundred dollar pen that I choose to use, mm-hmm. even though I now own pens that are like five times more expensive than that. Like that is and a fantastic pen. And your grip works fine with the the mold yep. grip section. I know everyone. And they have left handed nibs. I've yet to use mine. That's true. I'm keeping it for a special army that will come my way in the future. <laughs> um, but they have left-handed nibs, but I've had no problem with their medium. And that's what I would get, by the way, a medium nib in a Lamy Safari. It's, it's thick enough because it's they're German, very, not Japanese. Yes, they're very juicy, yep. juicy nibs. Mm-hmm. All right. Thanks, Mike. Look that at me. Awesome. Look at you. Look at you. All right. Shawnee B. Good says, any recommendations for a pocketable multi-pin? I absolutely love my Kalito. The high-tech C refills are the bomb. Twist to select and knock activated pins always seem to open in my pocket. Are there any great options with a refill as nice as the Kalito? The answer is no. Um, I believe the Kalito is the best. The Uniball um, multi-pin, I forget the exact name, Style Fit. That's a very, very good option. Like it's Kalito and Style Fit are one and one A. Um, the mechanism is very similar. The refills are a little bit, uh, yeah, they're about the same. Same length, same diameter, which is to say they're both, you know, skinny and small. You will will go through a lot of gel ink if you're using those. If you're not, if you want to step up the game from the Kalito and the Style Fit, I think you then look and you're looking at two different types of pens. One is the Zebra Charbo X, which is a multi-pen and um, that Zebra makes. It's got a very nice twist mechanism that, um, you know, it just... It's got this, it's Japanese, right? It's like this wonderful Japanese technology that you you use it and you go, oh yeah, that's really nice. And then the other one in that same price range, these are like in the $60, $70 price range uh, is the Lamy 2000. Um, and those take, both of the Charbo and the 2000 take D1 refills. So those are a little bit less enjoyable than I forget less that, variants. that Lamy 2000 multi-pen exists. It's such a good pen. All the time. But it is... So freaking cool because yeah. of the way that you change the mm-hmm. the 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 um the color, you just yep. turn the pen right and it changes yeah. it and then it, like so whatever color is facing up 
and yes. you, when you click, it would change. That is a super cool mechanism that they have. It's in a there. great mechanism. It's I remember great. when you bought one. Uh-huh. Didn't you buy? Doesn't yours say like West Germany on it or something? N- uh, yeah, one of those. Was it the multi pen one that I got? I think it was the multi pen. I think it's the multi pen one. Yeah, yeah. So it has the the West Germany stamp on it from the thing, and I paid like fifty bucks for it. Yeah, and even like the a, new one, the new ones cool are only one. like sixty bucks. Yeah. And the best thing about the two thousand and the Charbo is that neither of them are overly wide. Like they have a traditional feeling barrel, which multi pens can sometimes go the wrong direction of getting too wide, and the, that causes the refills to come out at an angle because of the the way they have to travel out of the the tip in the front of the pen. So those are my four recommendations: the Kalito and the Style Fit in the under twenty dollar gel pen range, and then the Charbo X and Lamy two thousand um, in the like sixty plus range. You can't go wrong with any of those; they're all great pens. All right, we've got a few more. We've got a handful more questions to do, but let's thank our final sponsor for this week's episode, and that is Away. Away creates thoughtful products built for the way modern travelers see the world. They start with the perfect suitcase. Now they offer a range of essentials to make your travels more seamless. Holiday season is coming. It can be a nightmare to travel around (laughs) during the highest peak travel season, but Away's products are designed to work and fit together so your travel is smoother for the holidays and beyond. Now... I love my Romanian family. I love them. We're going to Romania for Christmas. Getting off a plane, landing in Romania, is an absolute nightmare. Because (laughs) everyone wants to get off that plane first. Everybody. And everybody has bags that they have in the overhead. Nothing is checked. Because everyone wants to be first to get out of the plane. Right? Like, that is just a thing. Being able to have my away carry-on right there when I need it means that I can also be one of the first people <laughs> off that plane. Uh, it, it, that is the, the hardest thing about traveling for me over the holidays is getting off the plane. So I'm always happy to have my away there because I can move quickly through the hordes of people that push off the plane. It's kind of hilarious. <laughs> Everyone has a unique travel style. That is why away offers a range of suitcases in an array of colors, sizes, and materials. So whoever you are and whatever you need to pack, whether it's gifts, comfy clothes, holiday treats, or more, Away has the luggage to work how you travel, and they all come with a TSA-approved combination lock that keeps your belongings safe. Away suitcases are designed to last a lifetime. You get a 100-day trial on everything as well, so you can know if it's right for you, plus free shipping within the U.S., Europe, Canada, and Australia, too. I love that. They ship all over the place away. For $20 off any suitcase or bag, go to awaytravel.com slash penaddict and use the promo code penaddict at checkout. That is awaytravel.com slash penaddict. Promo code penaddict during checkout for $20 off any suitcase or bag. I would like to make a personal recommendation before we finish this ad today for a product that I found and bought with my own money from Away's website, which I absolutely adore. It's a new carry-on size that they have. It's called the Daily Carry-On with Pocket. It is a completely different type of carry-on bag. It has like this like folding like concertina thing in the middle of all this organization. It's what I use when I travel now instead of a backpack. I do not use backpacks anymore. I, this is what I use as my kind of like put all my stuff in bag that I'm going to take on the plane. Friggin' love this thing. It's got a pocket on the front to put stuff in, pockets on the inside. Really great organization. Check it out. It's super cool. 
Our thanks to Away for the support of the show. Yeah, I need to check that out. I'm oh, a big so Away fan myself. It's changed my um, game. Yeah, we'll we'll save my away story for next time because it it could get a little lengthy as well. But uh, <laughs> next next time they're up, I'll I'll have a little story to tell. How about that? All right. Fever says, "What can I use as an agitator?" Every time I see this question, I think it says alligator. <laughs> so, what can I use as an alligator in an ink converter that does not come with one? I put this question in here because I don't have a definitive answer, and I thought maybe the uh, listeners could help. My only thoughts are that you could probably find stainless steel ball bearings in various sizes from hardware stores. Like, I don't know what the recommended is, but I would think it would have to be, at a minimum, stainless steel. So nothing is happening uh, within the ink uh, while it's in the barrel. So I would love to hear if anyone else has any tips and why you would want to do this anyway. Like I get it maybe with like shimmering cause it might help, you know, mix up the ink a little bit more, but I always got turned off by the sound. Like when pilot does that with like the con 40 or whichever model they use the agitators and it's never my favorite thing. Cause I was like, what's that clicking noise? And, um, it kind of bugs me, but I could see where it would be useful. So that's my, my first thought. So I don't know anything outside of that, what I could recommend. A tiny ball bearing. But I, mm-hmm. <laughs> I have no idea if the... <laughs> <laughs> it's, you got to be able to buy some like stainless steel ball bearings like pretty simply. I guess so. You poke one in there, but you got to get yeah. them just the right size. Yeah, I mean they make them that small. Like, so, but like, things. do you not like? But it's got to not fall out though, right? Well, yeah, you're gonna have to be careful if you're using a converter that's not made for that. Yeah, I mean, of course. But that's why, like, I'm sure you have to buy them in like a quantity of a hundred. Why is so it that important? Be covered. I, I mean, I don't find them to be necessary, but some people like them. What just is the too. thinking that it keeps the ink mixed? Yeah, and you know, keeps it from getting you know, I don't know, stuck at the top or dried guess, out or something. It just I it's a little it extra movement like in the converter ink that has stuff in you know, like glittery yeah. flakes or whatever. I guess maybe, right? Hmm. But I just okay. got a good violent violent shake anyway, Why? so. Yeah. The Tiny Badger asks, will I ever be satisfied with the pens that I own? Will I always want more? Yes. yes. I love this question. Yes, you will always want more. That's why you're here. <laughs> you're listening to this show because of that. Yeah. Well, I I don't disagree with the will I always want more. Yes. I think you will be satisfied with the pins you own because I'm coming to that realization now. Well, I think like, we are both I'm, in that state of our addiction, but it doesn't mean we're going to mm-hmm. stop buying them. It just means no. we buy less. Yes, it's it's definitely more considered purchases these yeah. days. So I, I think you will hit a satisfaction point. But, Absolutely, but the the part not the problem, but the thing with that we are both in this too. We spend more money now, but we buy less things. Yes. Yeah, it's a it's a little bit of a natural progression. It's absolutely unnecessary. You don't need to mm-hmm. spend the stupid money that we've both spent on pens, especially recently. Um, it's not necessary at all. So especially I think you'd be satisfied you. with anything. I know, right? <laughs> so that's that's why I'm more satisfied than ever because I found like the one, the one pen that I mean, which doesn't preclude me from buying more pens. Which you know, well. When I answer the next question, you'll see that I'll probably make be making purchases sooner than later. So our next question is from Warehouse Forty: Will you be at the Philly Pen Show in 2020? I will be. Yes. So that'll be my first time at the Philly Pen Show, and I have 
no expectations other than to just go to the show. When is the Philly no, Pen show? January 16th, 17th, 18th. Don't hold me to that, but ballpark, whatever that weekend is, right around there. So I'll be attending. I will not have a knock table. I will not have a pen act event. I will be a normal pen show attendee for the weekend, and I thoroughly look forward to this experience. This will be kind of my first time since, you know, like my first pen show or two, like back in 2012 where I was going and didn't have to work during the show. So it should be fun. I did this on purpose. Like I said, what, sometime earlier this year that next year I wanted to do that, like pick out a show or two to just go to and enjoy. And that's the first one. And hopefully there's more next year. Probably will be. Yeah, I'm sure. Uh, Lavaz asks, when you say a fountain pen ink behaves, what exactly do you mean? <laughs> this, I, yeah. So there's not, like, I don't use very strict terminology very often. And sometimes I generalize and to say, hey, this ink behaves. But there's a lot that kind of goes into that. It means I'm probably using good paper and the ink is not spreading. It's not feathering it's drying in a reasonable time frame, like 20 seconds or whatever. And that it also cleans well from a pen. Like it can fall into a lot of these categories. It's just kind of a general term to say, hey, I had a pleasurable experience when I wrote with this ink because it acted well on the paper, um, even though it could be the paper's fault in a lot of situations. Um, and that it cleaned well when I was ready to clean out my pen and change into a different ink so it's just kind of a general term i use to say that hey this ink played nicely with my pen my nib the paper i chose to use which let's not forget that that's a massive massive category of things that could go wrong with an ink and then that it cleaned well so there's just kind of a catch-all phrase for me that i was happy with it yeah uh i would just for me behaving is just please don't smear too much and don't mm-hmm. like explode out of the pen. That's right. Kind of it for me. Right. So it, it's a personal term, it's right? It's like a dry, it, I like it means want ink different to things too to wet, me. You know? Yeah. It's, yep. it's like, it is, I, I think it, the, the behaving is very much a, does the pen do, does, sorry, does the ink do what you want it to do? And that 100% differs from person to person. Yep. Absolutely. All right, finally today, a question comes from Jay Casabona. It looks like the 1911 Standard and the Pro Gear Slim are about the same size. Do they feel the same? I wasn't a fan of the Slim Pro Gear and opted for the regular-sized one. They do not feel the same. They do not feel the same. They do not feel the same. The Pro Gear really does feel a lot chunkier than the Slim. Yes. Like, I've mentioned that I've converted myself to only, for the most part, only buying the regular size now. I'm one of the only people that I have ever known that likes Pro Gears that is happy with both. Mm-hmm. But See, I'm, ha- I'm happy with both 1911s. I like the 1911 standard as much as the large. They feel they have that same difference in feel. They do feel very different. You know, the nib's bigger on both of them, but I like the 1911 standard more than I like the Pro Gear Slim. Like, I prefer not to have a Pro Gear Slim if I have a choice. Mm-hmm. You don't always have a choice if you, like, really, really want a particular pen. Um, but I prefer the Pro Gear regular leaps and bounds 
if they if I have an option in both, it's not a consideration even at the ex, it, even at the more expensive price point. With the nineteen eleven, I will consider which one because I do like the nineteen eleven standard. Um, so yeah, like there there is you know appearances can be deceiving on that pen because it's a little bit wider. Both sizes are a little bit wider and a little bit bigger nib and have different nib material. One the the slims and standards are. 14k and the larger ones are 21k nibs yeah, but they really they larger. really do feel different in the hand and I, I do recommend that if you have the ability to try and try and hold before you buy if, if you're think, not sure i think out of all four of these pins so the two size 1911s and the two size pro gears the regular size pro gear feels the best out of all four i will say that i agree with you mm-hmm but the 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 reason I own so many slims is because that tends to be what the special like the weird specials are made out are made. Yeah, they, they tend to be slims, which is why I yeah, own a, way. More, I only own like two or three standard, and then like a bunch more none, like the slim. Yeah, it's a big price point issue there. Yeah, because you need more material, right? Yeah, yeah, <laughs> to make the big the bigger one. Yep. If you would like to send in a question for a future episode of the show, just send out a tweet with the hashtag AskTPA, or you can email longer questions to hello at penaddict.com. Brad twitches every Tuesday and Thursday, 10 a.m. Eastern is my memory. Yes, I was on yesterday and will be on tomorrow. Twitch.tv slash penaddict. Of course, Brad will always tweet when he's going live, and he is yep. at dowdyism on Twitter, penaddict on Instagram. I am I Mike, I am Y-K-E. Why? Why? I am Y-K-E. Thanks to ExpressVPN, Pen Chalet, and Away for their support of this show. Go to knock.co and load up on your holiday gifts. Yes, got some kits built. Yeah. Get some some extra extra goodies in in your purchase there, so go check those out. Mm, Very nice. Oh, look at those. The Originals kit, green kit, big storage kit. Mm -hmm. I like Mm -hmm. big storage and I cannot lie (laughs) we'll be back next time until then say goodbye Brad goodbye Brad